Welcome everyone to this podcast. This is Justin here. It is 08-14-21. Yes, that is right. It is August 14th. We are getting everything squared away right now and we are here to talk some NFL and MLB. All I have to say is we've had two days of preseason NFL under our belt and I am absolutely blown away by the play I've seen so far. Kind of a breakdown on what's going to go on today. We are going to have some NFL talk, some MLB talk, and at the end of this uh, episode here, we will be giving away all of today's plays for this wonderful Saturday that is lined up with football from like 1 p.m. to 9 or 10 p.m. tonight. I believe it's 10 actually with the uh, Chargers or Jacksonville. One of those has the late game. Yeah, the Chargers versus the Rams is the late game today. So we have a packed episode. We're going to try to fit it all in here. Uh, we're not going to talk about each individual game today, just the ones that I'm keeping an eye on. Uh, but I do want to talk about the games that we have seen so far. So it started off on the 12th, uh, two days ago now, with the Pats versus Washington football team. I was very impressed. Patriots are my team I support. So this is the game that I physically watched because the Steelers game was on at the same time versus the Eagles. What I saw from this Pats team was hope as silly as that sounds uh there was a lot of good players out there that i saw that were that were doing the right things and at least doing the right motions now yes this is preseason so when mac jones is is completing what he's completing at that rate um it's great to see it's great to see he's comfortable we just can't over credit him at the time uh but i'm very impressed with him and i think that this kid is going to be an absolute stud what i do want to start off with speaking about though is judon he was standing out on defense, absolutely locking things down, had a sack right off. He did get a small injury. It does not appear to be serious, uh, so we don't have to worry too much about that, but he did come back in, uh, played a rep, and then they pulled him out for the remainder of the game, I'm assuming just due to precautions. Now, we all know J.C. Jackson. We all know the kid can play. Uh, we saw that again that night. He has great reach, great throw. His coverage is good. Uh, especially when he can lock down and, and any outside cuts that these wide receivers are making, he seems to be able to get that left hand or right hand uh, in the way of the ball and knock it down. So I was, I was very happy to see that. People didn't like Cam's outing. I didn't think it was bad. I don't think it was great, but it, was, it wasn't it was terrible. Uh, he did have some good receptions. He looked more comfortable than he did last year until Chase Young decided to eat his lunch. Uh, terrible left tackle uh, play there that, it was just, he came from the left and just absolutely demolished him from behind. Uh, he could have he could have hit him harder. I feel like he did lay up a little bit. So thank you, Chase Young, for being his friend. Uh, that would not have been great. So besides that, we didn't see Mac Jones versus Chase Young. So Chase Young did not get any shots at Mac. Um, I don't know if that was planned or not, but it was uh, at least good to see Mac in there and Cam in there. And we've got to see Hoyer, uh, who again has never been a standout player, but has never been a trash can. He's right in the middle. I do want to talk about McLaurin uh, on the Washington football team. Great season last season. And again, coming in and he is, is showing again that he is a high level player. And I, and I expect him to be a threat for this Washington football team. Humphreys was making some plays out there, had a big first down in the first uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, again, looking strong, he, he's looked good on last year for the Dolphins, and he's looked a good start this year. Um, they didn't play him very long, but from what I saw from him, he does look comfortable with his new uh, football team that he is expected to be the starter for. 
Missed field goals was a problem with this Washington football team, but not a problem for the Patriots. Norton, Quinn Norton, absolutely looking great. He looked great through camp, and he has looked great through this first preseason game. Very impressive with what I've seen so far. Hitting a 30-yarder, a 50-yarder, or a 35-yarder, a 50-yarder, and a 40-yarder. Uh, that's that's impressive. Uh, coming out in your first preseason game, uh, I believe he went undrafted, and he it's impressive to see. He's a Michigan boy as well. So we might turn him into Tom Brady. I don't know. Damian Harris, again, looking strong. Um, John New Smith, from what we saw of him, he did have one uh, really nice catch and run. Got a good amount of yards uh, after, and but he did grab a holding call. And the amount of calls that this Patriots team had was mind-blowing. Uh, we are not known for taking penalties whatsoever, and I believe we've took the or taken the most out of all of the games in this preseason. So we definitely would need to work on that to uh, get things up and going and, and getting a better better set uh, of plays and standards to stop pushing us back and putting us in long third downs, especially if we're either going to be running Cam or a uh, rookie quarterback. We're not going to be wanting any type of third and eights or longer. So I don't want to overkill this game here, so I, I don't want to uh, – over talk it, I guess per se, but I did want to mention that Wilkerson looked uh, okay. He had a big drop from Mac Jones on a deep ball, I believe once, and then he had another big drop, uh, but it wasn't too deep from Mac Jones as well. So Stevenson looked great. The new running back or, or one of our running backs that could just give us a depth uh, looked great, had a great run at the end. Uh, I don't know if any of you saw that, but it was a long run, uh, probably a 70 yard or I bet or so or more. Uh, it was impressive. He he broke three, had good speed, and he ended up getting into the uh, getting in the end zone. So that's all for that game. Uh, I was very impressed. Like I said, I was impressed with both sides of the ball. I, I think Washington football team people forget that they had a number two defense last year overall. So they they definitely aren't a team to be slept on at all. And if you do sleep on them, well, then that's kind of your fault. And I I just don't see why you would. They they are a good football team. I think they'll be all right this year. I think pulling in Fitzpatrick was the right move. I think he's the guy for the job. He needed it. Boosted up his morale, which if you have him happy, you're going to have a happy team. He's a good guy and a good football player. So let's go into this Pittsburgh Steelers and uh, Philadelphia Eagles game. Interesting uh, game. We saw Dwayne Haskins, Mason Rudolph, and Dobbs come in for the uh, Steelers. And we saw Flacco, Hurts, and Mullins for the Eagles. The quarterback battle was definitely won by the Steelers here. Uh, Haskins got throwing 72% uh, with a touchdown and averaging 7.3 yards per attempt. So an impressive outing from Haskins. Steelers fans have to be happy to see that. Obviously, they have a uh, QB on lock for them there um, in Ben Roethlisberger, but it's good to have a uh, good backup. Now, going into the Eagle sides of the ball, Flacco and Hertz. Hertz is less than impressive, to say the least. He was averaging 7.7 yards per attempt, which is good. A 42.9 uh, completion percentage. I just wasn't happy with what I saw. He has had a rough camp. And from what I can hear, he's, you know, as I mentioned on the last podcast, he's excelling in team-style drills. So people thought he would do great um, in this scenario. And he hasn't been doing great in, you know, self drills and working on himself as far as just individual. Uh, it's I don't know what to expect from him. I'm hoping for a better, uh, a better outing, but he's got to come in. And he's got to have a better outing than, than Joe Flacco if he's expecting to start on this football team. Rushing, we saw um, a lot of carries go to Samuels. I expected Najee Harris to have more two carries, uh, ten yards, five yards per catch. So. 
or five yards per attempt catch same thing I, I it's weird um McFarlane the Samuels grab touchdowns I expected Najee to be more get more reps here uh just to see what he could do and they didn't do it they gave him majority of them to Samuels and McFarlane so I don't know uh we'll see how that goes or, or where that's where that ends up showing up and who's getting the nod all season um behind obvious you know your obvious players uh we'll see it'll be interesting um i'm excited for this Steelers team i think they'll be good they were good last year people were, were dogging them at the end because they couldn't close it out which it's good reason to you got to close out a season uh but we'll see so huntley gainwell and johnson uh kind of took the main reps for the philadelphia eagles here four carries 15 yards and 3.8 yards per carry um on Huntley, yeah, and realize it is yards per catch. That was embarrassing. Uh, you're gonna look at yards per carry on the uh, rushing side. So my apologies. Now, I want to look at the receiving sides of things because this is really interesting. They did give Juju um, three targets, and he caught all three of those balls, going for 22 yards with a 13 uh, long. And then we see guys like Johnson, uh, White, and Bussy kind of coming in here. White had seven targets, caught five of those with an 18 long. So that's a good outing for him. I didn't see anything else that really stood out for me. Um, Eric Ebron had one target. He did catch that ball and it was for five yards. So he, he played a small role, but he did catch a ball, which is good to see. And Watkins, Goadert, Jackson was kind of this, the, the guy that was targeted the most for the Eagles with five targets and two receptions. I don't know. It's not anything. I'm not pumped about this Eagles football team. A lot of people are, obviously, especially Philly fans. I don't love. I don't love the team at all. I don't think they're. From what I've seen through camp, they're not putting things together. They're not doing what they need to do right now to have a successful season. Like the season's starting now for them to prep to what they need to do, and they're not getting done what they need to now. So it could be a long season. The Steelers come out in preseason going 2-0, beating the Cowboys and the Eagles. And speaking on that point, that's going to bring me to my next one with the Dallas Cowboys losing to Arizona last night at the they had the 10 o'clock game. That goes into what I had. So before we jump to jump ahead of ourselves here, uh, on that Thursday play, we did have a parlay between Pittsburgh and the Pats. And we, we cashed that parlay, which is great to see. And then yesterday, we had, uh, for football, we had uh, Arizona as just a straight-up play. Um, and then we had Arizona in a parlay, under 38 for the Tennessee Titans game and the Tennessee Titans on the money line. Did have the over on the Buffalo and Detroit game. It did not end up happening. 16-15 win for Buffalo. Not anything I was impressed with in that game. I didn't see a lot from anybody that really stood out. The Titans played well for giving what they had, putting up 23 points. That's not bad at all, uh, and only allowing the Falcons three. So that's that's impressive to see, not allowing a touchdown. Um, you got to be somewhat happy if you are the Titans to see what you saw out of your defense. Granted, the Falcons have never been uh, an explosive offense for quite some time, and and the, when they went to the Super Bowl, maybe, um, but they didn't have winning. Shout out Patriots. Sorry. Uh, but, but, but the Falcons can put things together with the right people, but they need the right people. And Matt Ryan is one of those guys that needs to be in there for the Falcons to even have any shot. 
and he obviously did not play, so it's hard to judge them just yet. I did have some MLB for both those plays as well, or both those days. Um, just to kind of recap on what I had for Thursday, I had the Miami, uh, sorry, I had the Chicago White Sox under nine and a half. That was a miss. I did have the uh, J uh, means, my apologies, means over five and a half Ks. Uh, that missed. So baseball was a struggle for me on Thursday. So we're not going to talk much about it. I did expect the Yankees and the White Sox to go under. Uh, I read a, a article that the Yankees are like coming off of a certain blah, blah, blah. They did this like 80% of the time. Every time I do shit like that, it always bites me and they always end up losing. Even if it's 80% of the time, I'm that 20% that it never works. So that's just, that's just the way it goes. Um, Miami Marlins on Friday was my team and they were my team yesterday. So Miami Marlins team total over three and a half. Absolutely loved it absolutely loved it yesterday they had 14 runs that is right 14 runs it was a 14 to 10 game against the cubs 24 runs scored crazy and then we had minor over five and a half k's yesterday for the cardinals and he did get the job or for the royals my apologies and he did get the job done the cardinals ended up winning that game six nothing uh my last play for the mlb of that day or yesterday was the angels over three and a half and that one ended up missing but I did have the parlay uh, yesterday in football that I spoke about that really did end up helping a lot. So a lot of action the last two days. Um, there is one play that I always try to pick a play that stands out the most, and I've got to go to the game that I watched, and that no call, uh, no catch call at the end of the game for the tie was a blessing from the betting gods. I never get blessed from these betting gods ever in my life. And this is the one time they ended up helping me. I don't know why they did. It's 15-13 because the Redskins score a touchdown. And they turn around. They go for two to tie it up. There's no OT anymore in preseason. So uh, if they tie it, you know, my my parlay is going to get wiped down to just the Steelers winning outright. Uh, which, again, it wasn't terrible. It was plus money when I grabbed it. But still, it's not great. I'd rather obviously have the parlay. So I go, great, they're going to go for two. What are we going to see here? They throw the ball, what looks to be a catch to me, and I'll be the first to admit it, uh, that did seem like a catch. <clears throat> I do think I got lucky on that one. Uh, and again, the betting gods helped me because that looked like a catch. So I do apologize for you Washington football team uh, supporters. That was not a great call uh, from what I could see. They may have saw something I didn't, but that definitely should have been a catch. But it keeps the streak alive on why I betted the Patriots. One, I like them. And two, they haven't lost to the Washington football team in preseason since 2003. was as far as I could go back to find uh, anything. So they hadn't lost in quite some time to the Washington football team at home, at home in the preseason. So good to see there. Uh, and extremely, uh, extremely good to see. So that kind of wraps up both those uh both those days today with the amount of NFL that we have today, I'm not going to have any, any MLB. Uh, there's a lot of football to cover a lot of games to cover. So there is a few games that I do like and a few games that I I'm happy to see here. And that's going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars on the money line. I am extremely ecstatic for this game i do like the two and a half it's at now which is crazy because it opened up with the browns being a favorite uh but it's now moved to the jaguars being the favorite so i'm excited to see it i think it's going to be a great game 
uh, it's going to be exciting to see who we see and how much we see uh, for tonight. I don't think that uh, I don't think we're going to see a high scoring affair, but I don't think it's going to be low scoring. Um, Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be obviously a, a highly watched game, and there's going to be a few things you want to watch in this game uh, to see how he does. Is he comfortable in the pocket? Who is he hitting deep? Uh, how is Urban Meyer going to coach this football team? It's important to to see. I mean, how much of Trevor Lawrence are we going to see? Is he going to come in and is he going to play similar to a Mac Jones? Uh, is he going to come in and throw just similar to more of a Cam Newton where he's only getting a few reps? It'll be interesting. If I'm the Jaguars, I'm at least letting him start this game. Uh, and then possibly if it's a close game going at the end and put him under a little bit of pressure to see what he can do. But I don't know. It's going to be interesting. So the Jaguars, obviously big news with just trading Joe uh, Schobert to the Steelers. And it came literally a few hours before their final practice. So interesting. Their middle linebackers is going to be very, very fresh uh, for the Browns. So we'll see what they do. I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. It's not a, it's not a trade I would have made. I, I could tell you that. Um, but the rookie sides of things here, if you take out these guys that aren't going to play for the Browns, the Jaguars are the better team. They made nine picks in April. They're the better team. Etienne will play uh, with the offense, second team, and Tyler Tyson Campbell is going to play. Walker Little will probably play at left tackle. Um, you know, Cam Robinson is going to be there, but Little may come in after him. It's going to be interesting to see. And then how much run, how much running does CJ Henderson get uh, is going to also be a question as well. If we're seeing a lot of reps from these younger guys, I do expect the Jaguars to come out on top. If they're not even going to bother playing them and they're just going to bother playing second string offenses uh, or third string even offenses, then then it could be a closer game than we thought. The Browns could come out on top. I'm going to take the um, long shot here or the or the the call that I feel is right here and say that the the char uh, Jaguars are going to come out on top in this matchup. So so give me the Jacksonville Jaguars on the money line there. I, I do like that play. Now, over 34.5 on this Carolina Panthers game and Colts game looks to be about right for Sunday. Not anything I'm going to talk about yet. I did like that line, though, so if you can grab it, grab it. And my last little uh, note here. Uh, that I put down was a, oh, let's see where I can find this. It was an over, let's get a over 34 and a half for a Jets-Giants game. A lot of people are going to disagree with that. I just don't think there's going to be any defense on the field to even be there. Um, offense is obviously going to be struggling. We're not going to know who exactly is going to play yet uh, or who's going where. But I, I think the over is the better call here. Uh, just due to the lack of defense. There's zero defense there. Um, has the Giants looked great in camp? No, uh, they have not. But the Jets, are we going to see Zach Wilson come out and throw a game? The kid from BYU, we'll see. Um, I just like the over. I think there's more more possibility of this going over than them getting stopped uh, in any way, shape, or form. So those are my two plays I'm going to give out for now. Um, 
obviously follow the Twitter uh, and Instagrams, and uh, I may have more there um, when it gets closer. But that's it for now. No MLB yet. Again, I may have a play um, eventually before the end of the day on the Twitter or Instagram. But as of right now, it's those two NFL plays for me, playing them with just one unit at $100 because it's preseason. When the season starts, we go to one unit being $500. Uh, we're just playing light now to try and build a bankroll. With all that being said, I appreciate everybody tuning in for this episode. It was a little uh, full packed there, uh, but I want to get a lot done and a lot out of the way. And obviously, we will recap tomorrow being Sunday. So listen in for that. Thank you all and have a blessed day.